from the word ghost, baby. back to From the Word Ghost, the paranormal podcast for believers and sceptics alike. I'm your host AJ and every week I bring a brand new paranormal story to try and convince my sceptic co-host Jamie, that's me, of all things paranormal. Before we get to started in today's episode, <laughs> God, I tricked, God. I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up, yo I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Uh, if you like the content, which I dare say you don't, <laughs> yeah, just ignore the a- last five seconds. <laughs> if you like the rest of the content, <laughs> leave us a five star review on any podcast <laughs> listening platform. We promise it's great. Jay, we're going to pretend we didn't batch record. How are you doing this week, my friend? This week is very different from last week's episode where I was doing a certain way that I can't remember because it was ages ago. This yes. week I am doing very different. <laughs> okay. Do not know how to respond to that. So, swiftly moving on. In today's episode, we're diving into another cryptic being, one with huge popularity in the UK, which originates in Gaelic folklore. I'm talking, of course, about the Banshee. Lock up your old folks and your loved ones with a smoking habit, people, because the Banshee is out and she's ready to scream in the death of your loved ones, baby. fucking yeah! (laughs) As always, Jay, before we get into things, how much do you know about the Banshee? I know that my dog screams like a banshee so much that not only am I thinking that she might be one, I'm also kind of wishing she is so that the sweet embrace of death saves me from her house. <laughs> so, my flat, right? She, um... My flat. <laughs> my flat. flat I call, her, call her she because I'm always inside her. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So, my flat is basically backs onto a pub. <laughs> And for fucking like a year, we heard the same woman in the fucking beer garden and she had the most horrendous laugh. And I mean, (laughs) the most terrifying witchy laugh I've ever heard. It was like... (laughs) And honestly, this was like every Friday, Saturday night. And some geezer clearly fucking gets up early on the weekend and wanted to go to bed early. And he's lent out the window. He's like, will you shut the fuck up, you banshee cunt? (laughs) And that... Is all I know about Banshee. <laughs> That's why he decided to go for this story, eh? He was not happy with her. <laughs> then Oof. next day, woke up dead. So <laughs> how do you wake up dead? <laughs> What's that from? What is that from? That's from something, isn't it? You can't wake up dead. Yeah. How does he wake up? I've got to find that. Yeah, out. it's from anyway. something, isn't it? The name Banshee has two origins. The first is the Irish word banner. Which means banana, <laughs> banana lady. She's just the local banana. She'll pull you away from life just like a banana. <laughs> All right, that that was a good one, Jay. Don't do it again. <laughs> banner, which means a woman that calls out. The second is that the banshee in Old Irish translates to being Sid, being Siddy, meaning a fairy woman. They also, sh- uh, also. They also share the mythical status in Ireland with fairies and leprechauns. Except with the Banshee, you don't find a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. You find a pot of death. (laughs) 
getting the biggest bag of death you ever did see. Big enough to fit you in. <laughs> body <Yeah>. bag. <laughs> Just a body bag waiting for you. So what is a banshee? Well, the banshee is believed to be the omen of death in Irish folklore. It's said that this messenger of the afterlife would wail and scream under the windows of people who were destined to die soon. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it's the wind, bro. I thought you. you farted. Did you <laughs> fart? You farted, didn't bro, you? Bro, my fucking farts sound like a banshee like that. We got a real problem. Okay, so it was farts all along. <laughs> Also, I just... Yeah, that just, explains the smell of death. <laughs> I'm just picturing from your story just some woman sat under a windowsill on the ground floor like, Hey, hey, everyone, she's gonna die! <laughs> Underneath the window, just like, Your mum's dying dead. <laughs> Sharon's gonna die, everyone! The window opens, is just like, Oh, hey, Sharon, like, how you doing? Uh, Moon's bright tonight, isn't it? I, d- I didn't realise anyone was home, <laughs> sorry. How are the kids? <laughs> dead, maybe. even even if the death had happened far away from the family she would scream this would be the family's first warning that a death had occurred in the family death imagine she's just outside death cousin death dead mate dead two towns over i fucking ran as fast as i can dead as fuck i know that lady she lives in (laughs) basildon Not only is the banshee regarded as a messenger of death, but also a predictor of death, often appearing in situations and wailing when it is unlikely that the participants would survive the ordeal. Just seems like the fucking least helpful thing ever. You're in like a car that's gone off a cliff and you're drowning and she's just like... Don't stand there. Have me the fucking crowbar. Oh, the banshee. Please help. Please help. Nah, <laughs> that's kind of not my job. I'm just here to tell people that you've died. And he's like, please, I'm drowning. I'm so sorry. I wish I could help. I wish I could do something, but it's just not in my jurisdiction. <laughs> it is also noted that the banshee is associated with the deaf coach. The Deaf Coach is another Irish folklore. I know, I know what you mean. I know you mean Deaf Coach as in like, like a carriage, right? Yeah. But I just have Deaf Coach like, right, guys, we've got to get real motivated. Here's how you die. Right? Everybody go to the cup and grab a bottle of bleach. We're doing this thing. Put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. I was born ready. Drop down and give me death. <laughs> The Deaf Coach is another Irish folklore object that arrives outside the houses of those destined to die the next day. The driver is headless and the horses are either black or headless. It is said she arrives to either summon the coach or travel in tandem with it. In some cases, many banshees will arrive together and wail in unison. This is believed to be the indication that someone of nobility, greatness, or of holy stature has passed. Nothing says a royal death like slamming a bag of cats screaming <laughs> against the wall, does it? <laughs> How inconspicuous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine just you're outside, you can hear it, just like... Ah. You go, oh, someone's dead. And then you hear another one go, oh... <laughs> Priest dead? Someone important. Priest dead? Question mark? Another one. (gasps) Someone that's wealthy. (laughs) Then you hear like five more. The queen! She's dead. (coughs) Jesus. Yeah, I remember that. Instant karma. I've got such dry mouth that I might drink this holy water. (laughs) Please do. 
Absolutely not. There is no amount of money Clear on your this planet. Insides out. I would die instantly. I would die. I don't trust the Catholic gift shop to be be fucking batting a thousand with me that this is a legit holy water and not fucking codeine of some <laughs> see me in an opium fucking pit. Her appearance differs depending on who you ask. Some say she is an old hag, a washerwoman. With her long and matted white hair, she would be seen washing the blood-stained clothes of those about to die. Don't mind Jill, she's a washerwoman. She's cleaning up the blood-stained clothes of those who've met their demise. Yeah, but John died of old age. Why are you washing his jeans? It's best not to ask her questions. <laughs> I like old clothes, okay? <laughs> Who's that woman outside with my shirt? She's mean a washerwoman. She's smearing blood on my fucking shirt. There wasn't there wasn't blood on that shirt earlier. She's got and a hell of a scream staring, on her. Staring him down while she's scrubbing the blood that she's put on the shirt off. No facial expression, just like, ah! <laughs> you know, like the blandest face. Like, ah! That would be more terrifying, might I add. I'd rather someone look angry and scream at me than just blank face, because that is psychotic. (laughs) Whereas others describe her as a beautiful young woman that is short in stature and compared to fairies. Some stories even state that she is not of a human form, that she is a ghost of a woman that died during childbirth and would appear as a ghoul-like being. (laughs) So this poor woman gives birth, doesn't even get to meet the child, her beautiful baby before she dies, and you're just out here being like, she's a fucking ghoul-like being. (laughs) Listen, this is a paranormal podcast, not a sympathy podcast. Listen here. Have some heart, Aaron. I have no heart. (laughs) The banshee took it from me. No, I would like to state that that, oh, that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. I'm going to edit that out. Like, just that one line. I would like to say, <laughs> this is not a joke. <laughs> Please cancel me. <laughs> Fuck, I've just done it for you. <laughs> Aaron fucks himself once again. 2024 is off to a cracking start. <laughs> so why do none of us hear the Banshee? People die every day, so why are the streets not swarmed with the wailing of the Banshee? Well, most sources claim that the Banshee only laments... Laments. Only only laments. (laughs) Well, well, most sources claim Banshee only laments... Where where has your understanding of the English language come from, please? (laughs) Mostly films, to be honest. Where are they saying laments in films? You're just watching too much Matt Berry. (laughs) My good time, bud. Layments with descendants of pure Malaysian blood. This means she would only wail for those whose surnames begin with O, Muk, or Mac. These surnames indicate that the family is a native to to Celtic land is native to Celtic land rather than Norse, Anglo-Saxon or Norman. Well, fucking Ronald's fucked, isn't he? <laughs> Better take them fucking cheeseburgers and run, boy. Get the fuck out of here. Also, I'm, I'm thinking about changing my, my surname to something McDonald or O because I think it would be funny on my deathbed just to be like, ha, gotcha. <laughs> and here lays Jamie O shit. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. From the grave, like, <laughs> who's laughing now? <laughs> As you plummet towards hell. All right. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll be waiting for you, man. <laughs> Ain't no way you're dying before me. 
The first notable documents of the Banshee come from the 1649 in the memoirs of the late... Come from the... Yeah. Come from the 1649. I knew I'd said it. I was hoping that you wouldn't realise until you were editing and then I wouldn't be able to be called out. I can still call you out. Editor Jamie has, has power. He just doesn't have the time to do it. Insert a clip of Jamie like it's late and shit at me while he's editing. It's not going to happen because I know Jamie edits last minute. <laughs> The first notable documents of the Banshee come from 1649 in the memoirs of Lady Fanshawe. Right, so I'm going to read you this. And I know you guys That's can't a wait. dangerous game, Aaron. Yeah, this is old literature as well. That's a dangerous game. Would you believe game, me though. if I told you I can read and understand Shakespeare? No. I can. I can't. <laughs> I thought you was going to do Turns out you're fucking right. <laughs> oh, right. Um can understand Shakespeare. Doesn't know <laughs> Bagavon. <laughs> in 1649, Sir Richard Fanshawe and his wife Anne, Lady Fanshawe, found themselves temporarily resident in Cork Island towards the end of the English Civil War, while awaiting commands from His Majesty in England. In October, however, Cork rose up against the King and those loyal to him and the Fanshawes made a hasty retreat. As a result, they stayed at many friends' estates as they made their own way to Spain on orders of His Majesty. One of the places they stayed for three days during this time was that of the castle of Lady Honora O'Brien, where Lady Fanshawe had a very strange experience indeed. Around one o'clock in the morning of their first night in the castle, Lady Fanshawe was was awakened by a voice at the window of her room. Arising, she drew the curtain open, and discovered a woman leaning into the casement of the window from the outside. She was lit by the moon and was wearing white, with red hair and a ghostly white complexion. Basically every Irish woman, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just as you're about to move there. Good job. For the record, I am joking. For the record, <laughs> Jamie's going to edit that out. He's definitely not. If anything, he's going to fucking boost it 10 dB. <laughs> The woman called out loudly in a strange tone, a hone, a hone, a hone. And then, with a sigh, more like the wind than breath, the woman vanished, her body looking more like a thick cloud than a substance. Around eight that morning, Lady Honora O'Brien told them she had not slept that night because an O'Brien cousin of hers, whose ancestors had owned the home they were in, he died at two o'clock in the morning. We'll leave it there. We probably don't need to fucking put all of that. They died. Someone died. Someone died at two o'clock when the screaming happened. Right. So I've also put together a few Reddit posts of people's experiences with what they believe is a banshee. But these are supposedly real, right? Yes. These are... Okay. Let's strap ourselves in, shall we? From Shaneham1996. Shaneham sounds like (laughs) she might have a muck or an O name. Shaneham is a very muck. Could be Shane M. Shaneham Shaneham McDowell or something. Okay, really wild guess. (laughs) I'm just saying. It does. Shaneham sounds like a muck or an O or a... Okay. (laughs) What's wrong with that? I'm just saying. (laughs) I believe her more because she's an O'Dowell. All right. Right, calm down. Fucking calm hell. Down. I'm trying to get on board with your believer calm bullshit. <laughs> just... you've, you've had a lot of chocolate today. <laughs> yeah, I am. You're climbing the <laughs> a little bit. I've eaten a load of chocolate. <laughs> right. Shaneham writes, first off, I'll start by saying I'm a strong... No am... doubt. Am... <laughs> Could you imagine? 
My name is Odell. <laughs> Shadim starts off by saying, Aaron, you're a fucking idiot. My name is actually Odell. Dickhead. <laughs> by saying, I am strongly sceptical in anything paranormal and I still am despite the story I have. I visited Prague early last month and I flew back to Ireland in the afternoon. I stayed awake for the rest of the day despite being quite tired from a weekend of not much sleep and a lot of alcohol. It got to about half ten, maybe eleven in the evening when I finally got into bed, but didn't start nodding off till early in the morning. It must have been a bit past midnight when I heard what sounded like a really piercing female scream. My window was open, so it really wasn't hard to distinguish, distinguish, distinguish. what I heard. That's another word I've, I've realised <laughs> that I struggle want to cross off the list, never to make another fucking episode. It happened again shortly after, but I still dismissed it as nothing other than someone messing about late at night. The next morning, I just happened to pass it by my mother that I thought I heard a banshee more in a joking manner. It wasn't until the following morning that we found out my grandfather had passed away. I still remain sceptic and I stand by it being nothing more than a coincidence, but I thought I'd share what others might consider to be a paranormal experience. Okay, interesting. Coincidences happen. Yeah, they do. I mean, that is a fucking weird coincidence to happen. It's a bit random for someone just to scream outside your window. It fucking depends where you are, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose where so. Where you are, I suppose so. You walk around anywhere in London, you're gonna get screamed at. Oi! <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> happens to me every time I go Hackney or something. <laughs> Right, the next story from a town spider, not a house spider, not a street spider, a town spider. Alright, I've been digging into the internet a lot tonight and happened upon this. From the time I was a very little girl, my grandparents taught me about the Banshee. My parents, being American-born, didn't speak much about their Irish heritage with me, and through the years... (laughs) Fuck that (laughs) That damn line changed... (laughs) He's back at it again. (laughs) Through the years, I held on to what I knew and what I believed. Here I am at 34 years old. I tend a bar in a very old bar. It is over 100 years old and first started as an Irish pub established by a family from Ireland. You would fucking hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers for that last fucking bit of that sentence. It was an Irish bar. I would never have guessed. Someone from Scotland. (laughs) An Irish bar from a Welsh point of view. It's very haunted, and I am at peace with the spirits. Oh, they don't right, bother me. I, already, I'm sceptical of this right, story. This... The last one where they're like, I'm sceptical, I was sceptical before, and I'm still sceptical, but it's a good story, so I thought I'd tell it. This one's like, I'm in bed with the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I work the ghosts. I work with the ghosts on the grave ship. And that instantly... I'm at peace. Instantly, I'm at peace I'm with a... them being pesky little fuckers. <laughs> I'm instantly a bit, a bit more removed from the story. <laughs> Last night at roughly 1.45am, while I was preparing to pour out the mop water, the single most blood-curdling shrill scream I have ever heard came from the staircase leading up to our upstairs bar. 1.45am, I hear a scream, I'm minding my damn business, I'm dip- and I'm going fucking home. I'm ditching the mud water. I'm filling it with holy water. (laughs) And this is why you always bring it with you, Jay. This is why. If you don't get that reference, go back to last week's episode because holy water, man, it'll save your dang life. Save your damn life. 
Only if you're Catholic, though, I believe. So I, might <laughs> no, be... I think it works for everyone, holy water. Look, they, pr- they blessed it. We got it. That's, Absolutely. That's it and works. now I'm blessed to have <laughs> such a great friend to provide me with blessings. Thanks to the higher power that is Jeffrey Bezos <laughs> for supplying us with holy water. We cannot thank you enough. Fuck the Lord enough. Amazon giveth and the Lord Amazon taketh away. <laughs> I was the only person in the building and the upstairs bar has a padlock steel gate barring the entrance. I did not dare look up those stairs and in fact did not move for a good 15 minutes. All I could think of was that for some horrible reason I had heard the cry of a banshee and I've not discussed that with anyone in possibly 25 years. This has to have been the single most terrifying thing I've ever experienced. No, there were no windows open, no doors, and definitely no people or animals on the property anywhere. Did anyone die? Has she said that? Does not state so. So why does she think it's a banshee? I I mean, we can hear the windows are closed, the vents are closed on the windows, and it's a windy day. We can still hear banshee screams coming from outside with how fucking... Horrible the weather uh, is. I will not stand for you bad mouthing a town spider anymore. (laughs) So we're going to go on to the next story. Okay. What is your name? I did not print screen your name. From another person on Reddit. So the other night I was sitting on my porch smoking a cigarette, as I usually do late at night. I was home alone. My boyfriend was at work at the time, and I just hear a really loud screaming. I look behind me, and I see what looks looks like a woman just walking down the street screaming at the top of her lungs and she looked right at me my initial thought was maybe it was just some weirdo or someone was under the influence of something but after more thought i realized that the scream didn't really sound human it sounded like something i've never heard before after that i thought maybe it was a skinwalker but my mother informed me that the chances are it was a banshee (laughs) Classic mum, isn't it? Classic mum. Of course it was just a normal scream. Like, I don't think it's a skinwalker. What you've got on your hands is a fucking banshee. Just really shake the jimmies on this poor fucker. Are you fucking daft? A fucking skinwalker? Are you? They don't fucking exist. Are you fucking dumb? That, my friend, was a banshee. A skinwalker in this part of it. <laughs> You gotta be off your rocker. That was a banshee, my friend. I tell you what, you don't fucking talk to this, talk about this to anyone. They will <laughs> lock you in the padded room, you fucking nutter. <laughs> For some backstory on why I think maybe she's warning me of my boyfriend's passing is because a couple nights before he died. <laughs> <laughs> so it all just comes full circle and makes sense, really, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> she's a bit late. She got the message out a bit wrong. <laughs> Is because a couple nights before the potential banshee sighting, me and my mum had a very similar dream. In my dream, my boyfriend had passed, and I was trying to figure out how to cope with his passing. In my mum's dream, I was giving birth to a child, and kept saying I need to take care of the baby. I promised their father I would, hinting at the idea that the father was dead. I just said poor fucking boyfriend's gone on to Reddit. Oh my god. Just seen this story like fucking hell. Didn't fucking tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
hands with that. Would have been nice to know. Finding out you'd near, you just escaped death like five years later from reading a random Reddit post. I don't know what I saw, but I'm hoping for maybe some insight on banshees. I saw online that the Irish families can have their own banshee, and I'm a third-gen American from an Irish family. If that has any relevant re- relevance, well, it doesn't really, does it? Because if she thinks it's the boyfriend who died, it's got to be his family tree. No, the banshee warns people of the family, like people with. But the, she's not the family. She's not, but the it's boyfriend. Her it's her partner. Yeah. Well, the banshees really get into that kind of. I don't. Yeah, I don't think relationship. so. Yeah, nah. I don't think they care too much. <laughs> right. On to the next one. I got Scroll Sawyer. When I was a child of 12, I was a young warthog. I don't know why that reminded me of that. When he was a young warthog. When I was a child of 12, I went walking with my father on a frosty winter's night about 8pm. This was back in the 80s when there was less traffic in rural Ireland. It was one of those nights where there's no noise. When we turned to head home, a terrible wailing started. I was terrified. My father said it was a fox, but I could tell that he was disturbed by it. We had to walk two miles home and the noise seemed to follow us, not getting louder or fading either. When my father put the key in the door, the wailing stopped. My mother said that we were white as ghosts. Four days later, my older brother was killed in an accident in Germany. We have never spoken about it until ten years later. I'd moved to Dublin for work and my father came to stay for a few days. He wasn't a drinker, but when we went for a few pints, he got upset and was talking about my brother. He told me that it was definitely a banshee we heard and told me that he heard it four days before his father died. He said that I would probably hear it again when his time comes. He is still alive, but in a nursing home. I'm dreading hearing that noise again. Oh, that is crazy, That's, to be fair. I know, obviously, coincidences, and what, but four days before his dad dies, and then four days before his son dies. Yeah. I That's a bit just weird, a horrible isn't story, it? to be uh, Yeah. And sorry that this ended on a bit of a bummer but i think that's the best one out of the stories yeah that, no from reddit was the best. but yeah i mean that's sad yeah sad but in terms of like cryptid beings and fucking spooky things i don't like the banshee's clearly not a bad spirit <laughs> the banshee's not a bad guy, not a bad guy. <laughs> i'm fucking pro banshee you've banshee got a banshee too. downstairs in a fucking cage <laughs> by the sounds of it Oh, bonbon. I think the Banshee's just trying to warn you. He's just yeah. trying to be helpful. Do you know what I mean? Apart it's from when good... you're stuck in a situation you can't get out of. I mean, maybe she could learn how to <laughs> maybe write a letter. <laughs> just standing outside people's houses screaming. It's not cool, man. <laughs> and especially nowadays. It's not constructive, is it? No, you, that's, that's a stinky behaviour. Just some tips when you scream, like, avoid the car. <laughs> <laughs> Put your seatbelt on. <laughs> Promise that's good advice. <laughs> right, shall we end it there? Let's end it there. That is going to do it for us at From the Word Ghosts. If you want to be the next sto- uh, listener's story, I fucked it up again. If you want to be the next listener's story, Jay, where can they send their listener's story to, please? <gasps> and that translates to... <laughs> that translates to... You can send your story to... From the word ghost that gmail.com. Slide into our DMs like a vocal doctor will have to slide down the throat of the banshee if she keeps screaming anymore. That's the best I got, brother. 
aced after effort, my friend. I would not have been able to pull one out of the bag. I'm, I'm very impressed. Three, two, one. <laughs> Join us next week and we'll continue to explore the unknown together. Good night. Good night. <laughs>